And welcome, Rooster Boosters. It's Rooster Booster time. I'm the big guy, Scott Ferrara. That's Mike the Grand Poobah Parazzini. And just bear with me while I share this over to the group here. Uh, it's not cooperating because, uh, you know, the rugby gods don't like me right now. So just bear with me. Mike, vamp a little bit for me. Yes. And, and of, you know, over, you know, the big guy got Scott Ferrara. And over here, super fan Jason Zimmerman is here hey. on the, uh, the show with us today. So it's good to uh, see you, Jay. Uh, Jay, every, almost every single game that I've been to, uh, this past year, Jay was at, um, as well as I know you were, you know, at games in 2019 as well, I believe a a fellow Saracens fan with Scott, (laughs) dare I say, it's it's, it's a little skeevy that I, the fact that I mentioned it, it makes my skin crawl. (laughs) It's okay. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Oh, Thanks. Welcome to the show, Jay. Always good to see you. Um, you know, yeah, it's 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 yeah. He was he he came to MCU Park in 2019, uh, and just like the rest of us, he didn't get to see any uh, home live rugby in 2020. And then yeah, he got to come out to a bunch of matches this season, which is nice for for those of you that don't know. Uh, Jason lives all the way in Pennsylvania and, and drives pretty far to come out to see these matches. Uh, last year, he was voted by the team as the 2020 Rooster Booster of the Year, um, so that's a nice honor for the team to. Just, to bestow upon him, even though we didn't even have a full season in 2020. Um, but it's just something the team does every so often uh, to, to, you know, showcase people like Jay who really take the time out to, to come watch the rugby, support the team, especially from far away. Um, so, you know, the first question is going to be easy. The, 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 well, I mean, it's going to be a typical easy question for you. Um, how did you start getting into rugby? Well, uh, back in 2017, um, Sunday and Saturday morning on NBCSN, they were showing the premiership. And uh, I think Harlequins played it on a Saturday, right? Like, I, I watched it a couple weekends in a row. I was like, I, I got to pick a favorite team. I love this. This is awesome. Pick a favorite team. Well, Harlequins was playing on Saturday. He's like, well, okay, if they win, I'm going to go with Harlequins. Well, they lost. So the next morning, <laughs> Sunday morning, Saracens were on. And they're my favorite colors, black and red, and they were the defending champions, and they won. So I was like, well, that's my team. So that's listen, how it's, I got into rugby. And listen, back, it's – well, everybody, it's it's a unique way to say that, you know, you're a fan that I would call a crossover fan, right? You know, we talk about the crossover academy in Colorado, the American Eagles or whatever the fuck they're called now. Um, but – you're you're the fan that we're gonna we we try to get now in the MLR, and you did this prior to MLR. You did this, you know, for the prem to say, you know, you're a football guy, you're a baseball guy, you're a basketball, you're a hockey guy, and you just saw it on a Saturday Sunday morning and started watching the prem. So, I want to say you're atypical, and most of the people we're probably going to interview, but you're the model of a fan that I feel we need to try and push to get in the upcoming seasons. Uh, to kind of bumper off that, um, how's it been as a, a non-rugby player following the MLR? You know, has it has it been easy to you know follow along? You know, have you been able to watch the games fairly easily? And even when you're watching the game, do you un- do they un- do you understand it fairly well? Yeah, I learned a lot from watching the Premiership. I had the NBC Gold Pass or whatever. I watched a lot of almost every Saracen game, a couple other games. Um, yeah, and when. Um, I forget what New York station was covering Rooney back in 2019, but they're covering SNY. Yeah. I actually had that on my local TV. I couldn't believe it. It was like, wow, I'm actually going to watch, see that. And then whatever other games are on. Um, But yeah, it's, 
um, especially with TRN now. It's, oh, my God, it's so awesome. It's so awesome. And uh, I forget how I watched a few games last year, but I think maybe ESPN Plus. They were, they were on ESPN Plus or something like that. Now, I think that was 2019. Last year they were on MSG and TRN, so you were probably either catching it MSG Plus or TRN. But, yeah, yeah it's – listen, again, I think, you know, the Prem I think is, is a good place to start because they do – um, a little more in-depth analysis as far as some of the calls. You can hear the referees clearly. You know that was an issue this year with TRN that they're trying to fix. You know, getting the the calls on the field up into the into the booth and and through um, the microphone. Which again, you know, this is a, a text thread that I have with Jay and Mike. If they're not live in the stadium with me, I'm like, tell me what they're talking about on TV because I can't hear Scott Green all the way on the other side of the pitch talking to you know whoever his AR is at the time. Um, so you know, again, it's I'm glad to see that people can learn and I think we can get there with the MLR and TRN. So my, my second question, Jay is how, how do how, tell me, tell the story about us because me and Jay became friends before Rudy. So tell the story about us. So back in 2017, like right after I got in the premiership, they announced that Saracens were going to be in Philadelphia. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. I, 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 Oh my God, I couldn't believe it. So uh, got the tickets, went down to the game, hung out with some, uh, Saracens on tour people. Um, uh, Sue Spring Park, I believe her name. Yeah. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, she's an OGDC fan. Yep. 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 And um, uh, some other people from England I met. And uh, we hung out there. That was a great time, like tailgate and stuff. And then we went uh, into, the, into the game. And you were, I think, being interviewed by uh, – the ESPN, the British version of ESPN, <laughs> BT Sport. That's what it was. And yeah. I was like, oh, I just, I just listened to your interview and stuff like that. And then uh, when your interview was over, I, I asked you, hey, where'd you get your Saracen stuff? I like, I hope they, you know, I hope they have some stuff here. And I just talked to you for like a minute or two. And then I think that was it. I think you went in the game. I went into the game. And then later on, I think we just became friends on Facebook and stuff like that. And uh, I remember um, – I texted you, hey, did you hear about the MLR, Major League Rugby? And you asked you <laughs> me a message back, is that going to be league rugby? It's like, no, 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 no. It's going to be union, but it's going to – and there was, like, rumors that New York was going to have a team. It's like, man, we should be – like, we should be mm-hmm. – we should get into it, like, right away, get in, you know, before they even do anything. And that's how – and now we've been texting and hanging out. <laughs> yeah, we've been friends <laughs> friends now, yeah, for four years, man. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, it's – it's yeah, we it, – this, this, so for those of you that don't know, Saris on Tour is just a Facebook group of traveling Saracens fans. So every time they have an away match, they all go together. So they say, okay, who's going to go to the match? You know, 25, 30, 50 people are like, I want to go. Then they get their group block tickets and they all sit together and you know have have you know their beers and whatever and and they try and sit together when they're at when they're home as well even though you know they kind of get spread out but it's mostly Saris on tour specifically just a group of people who want to go to away matches which I find cool and that's the reason me and Jay got into it because I went to two Saracens matches away obviously there was one uh, the one in 2017 like Jay was talking about in 2015 Saris came over to play London Irish on St Patrick's Day. Uh, and that's how I first got into the Saracens on tour group, uh, seeing, you know, what, what they were doing. Yeah. I was actually at that game. It was, yeah, 2016, uh, May of March of 2016. Great game. Nice and cold in, uh, Red Bull arena. Yes. I was gonna yes. Say, it, was, it was part of that too. I was, I was going to say, um, I was fortunate enough. My fiance and I were sitting in front of 
two guys or two or three guys that had never watched rugby before. Get the hell and out they, of here. And they're like, what the hell is going on? Like they just bought like $25 tickets. Cause like, this is a thing to do. And they, and they're like, what, what's going on? They, you know, every single, every so often be like, what was that? What was that? What was that? And it's like, you know what guys, if you have any questions, just, you know, tap me on the shoulder, feel free. <laughs> You know, ask any questions you want. Um, has that happened with you, Jay? You know, I know you've got Scott right there, but have you have you felt compelled to ask? You know, you know, someone that's you know more versed in rugby than you at a game. Like, hey, do you, do you know what that exactly is? Because I know there's a lot of nuance to rugby. Yeah, I ask, I ask Scott questions every now and then. But uh, I remember at the that Philly Saracens game, the one guy was sitting next to me. He was he was well. Number 10 is like the quarterback and number 15 is like the running back. And like number one and number three are, they're like their linemen. It's like, Oh, okay. I get it. I get it. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't have too many questions. I'm not super into the tech, like Scott says, I'm not super into the technical yeah. side of it or like the, you know, coaching type thing, but um, I just love watching it. And I would love, oh, man, to love, love to try to play. But, well, that's how, <laughs> That's how I like. I started watching on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Um, back in high school, we had, you know, you rotate football, softball, baseball, and then we played Australian rules football. And it's like, wow, that that's, I when I was watching on TV, that's like that rugby. That's what that was, and that was the most fun I've ever had in high school sports or whatever it was. And, um, <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if you should. I mean, go out if you got a men's club, you know, an old boys group. Go out and play with them now, man, while you still can. Don't be like me who can't play. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's one of the things that I think Houston, and Mike might correct me if I'm wrong, did in 2019 where they had fans. If you were willing to talk to fans who weren't rugby fans, you, you wore a green patch, like a, a go patch, and then people would, could come up to you so they know you're open to talk about the match and talk about rugby. Um, and I think that's something that they should be doing at every stadium, to be quite honest. And that's how you get the new fans. Because I know I would wear a patch like that. I'm sure Mike would wear a patch like that. Craig probably wouldn't because uh, Craig Gridelli is just uh, – he's salty sometimes. And I don't think uh, he likes to open up to people that aren't rugby people sometimes. But that's that's on Craig. That's not on any of us. And honestly, I think Jay should wear one too because, one, he's – a newer fan of the game. And two, he, while he doesn't have the in-depth stuff that me and Mike talk about sometimes like running a one, three, one, and this is the gap. And you know, what, what are we doing on the blind side and all that shit? But he has the general knowledge and just the, 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 I, I it's the aura, the, the, the sense of being a fan of something that, you know, he could be open to doing that. So, you know, it's, I think it's something we should maybe start instituting next year for Rooney. Uh, you know, I'll talk to talk to some of the administrators and see if we can, you know, have the rooster boosters wear those. Um, I think it would be, I think it would be great. Um, so the next question is, is Rooney specific? So like, why did you pick Rooney? Well, <laughs> probably because of you and like, <laughs> you're going to be like in New York. Like I'm going to, okay, I'm going to be New York. And it's not that far away. Like I, I Googled it like, Oh, two hours away from me. It's like, eh, why not? And Philadelphia, uh, did no idea if they were ever going to have a team and I would never go for them anyway. Cause I, I hate the Eagles. So <laughs> I want to be sitting with the, the Eagles fans rooting for the Philly rugby team. So. Well, I mean, we we talked about Sue before, and you know, she lives down in the Virginia, Maryland, DC area. And when the MLR came into inception, you know, in 2018, while Rooney wasn't in the league, they they already had their academy team set up. So I knew New York was going to have a team. So I didn't have to pick a fandom of a different team. Yeah. Our friend Sue picked the Sea Wolves because she wasn't sure if she was ever going to get 
a team. And then obviously, you know, OGDC comes around and Sue parks is a big part of their, their uh, fan club and, and there's their, their fan base there. Um, so it's nice that, you know, we didn't have to do that as, as Rooney fans, you know, we were lucky and you never know. That's why I asked, you never know. Maybe you wanted to be, you know, an officer fan at the time. You know, it's, I'm, I'm always one of those people. I'm not surprised when I hear somebody's like, Oh, well I'm from Texas and I root for Chicago or I'm from Chicago and I root for a Californian team. And, you know, it's fandom is fandom. You just, you root for the teams that you love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a Cowboys fan in the NFL. Oh God! Okay, take them <laughs> off the screen. I, I, take them off the screen. Do this weekend, Scott? How'd your Packers do? Anyway, um, <laughs> but I like all the other Philly teams, I like the Phillies, uh, Sixers, and the Flyers. But an Eagle, I, I absolutely—that's my most despised team. <laughs> I hate them. Um, but uh, yeah, all the other Philly teams. But I'm, I'm, so glad, if, I'm glad I got to New York, Rooney. Love it. So well, let's let's say there's a team in Pittsburgh. Nope. Are you? Are you? No. You're not changing your fandom. Okay. No, I'm Rooney for life, man. There we go. No way. So, what was your first Rooney experience then? You know, what was your what was your first game, or what was your first real Rooney experience? Just watching on TV, but then coming to the very first opening. I think they played Toronto in their very first game at home. Yeah, I remember at night. Yeah, at night. Yep. Uh, Me, my uh, youngest son came and uh, watched. And I, I think I said hello to Scott, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, I don't know, we just, we just sat there and watched it, and it was cold. It was awesome. And then the last-minute win, I believe, last mm-hmm. – Yeah, one at the I, death, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, one at that the death, awesome. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, I remember that match vividly. He was right. It was fucking freezing, uh, 7 p.m. kickoff against Toronto. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it came all the way down. To the, to the death and, you know, MC, for those of you that didn't get it to experience MCU park, you know, the wind whipping in off the, the, um, the outfield fence and going across home plate was essentially just going straight down the field. Um, for those of you that, that don't know. And when I mean, it was cold. It was, um, what it had to have been the Saturday. It was, it was either, the, it was the Saturday before St. Patty's. I think it's the Saturday or no, the Friday, excuse me, before St. Paddy's, and either the Saturday or Sunday was St. Paddy's Day. Um, so, you know, a lot of people um, came across the pond to actually watch with our big Irish contingent of, of players at the time. But, yeah, that was a, that was a great friggin' match. That I was out the entire day. I took the day off. I went to the city. I, I screwed around a little bit. I saw some of my friends. Went out to Coney Island. You know, had a couple hot dogs. There was guys in Rooney gear. So I started talking to them. Mike St. Clair, Anthony Parry, um, Try and think who else was out there. Um, shit. Uh, oh God, I forgot the other guy's name. I'm thinking of. Um, and, you know, got to talking to them. You know about uh, John Quill was one of them who was out there eating hot dogs like a mad Irishman. And you know, I, in that team in 2019, you know, we talk about fandom. Prior to MLR, right, was pro rugby. So I was, I there was nothing east of Ohio in pro rugby. And as you guys know, I hate everything about that goddamn state, um, <laughs> except the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's that's pretty cool. Um, and so I picked Sacramento, uh, Sacramento Express. Um, John Quill was on that team. Harry Bennett was on that team. Kyle Sumption was on that team. And there's a fourth guy. 
I can't remember who. It's going to annoy the hell out of me. Um, Ray Barkwell, Rugby Canada legend, was on that team. Um, Langy Langy, uh, the backup eight men on LA this year, was on that team. Uh, he actually ended up getting a contract for Scotland uh, going out to play for Glasgow after having an incredible season in pro. Um, you know, those uh, Dylan Fawcett on the Ohio Aviators, Nate Osberg was on San Diego. A lot of those, a lot of those original San Diego Legion guys were on the San Diego pro rugby team. So it's it's interesting to see the, those those move over. And then you see things like, oh, butcher plays for the Ohio Aviators in the tents, you know, as they came around. So it, it's interesting to see. And, we, you know, it's it's fun, man. It's a lot of memories, man. Flood, flood back. Um, so I got the next one. So we're going to talk about this season. I actually, you know what? Actually, we're not going to talk about this season. We're going to talk about traveling because we didn't get to travel much of this season. Um, we're looking to travel more in 2022. Uh, so Jay, if you can watch Rooney at an away match in any of the other MLR stadiums, which one would you want to go to? Maybe Seattle or San Diego or yeah. Texas, maybe Dallas Jackals. There you go. And I can go see some uh, Cowboy stuff, but um, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Dallas Jackals. That'd be cool. I like that one, you know, and, and that where they might, I don't know how they're doing the divisions this year. They haven't brought that up yet, but one of the, I have a feeling one of those Texas teams might be moving into the East. Um, so we might be playing a home and home against Dallas, you know, this year. So I think that's a good possibility. Then I was going to say, uh, what would be your perfect Rooney win? Like, who is it against? You know, what's the margin of the win? No. Tell what is Rooney your perfect three. Rooney, Rooney win? Rooney by three, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know that Atlanta probably right now because they were in the championship. We beat them twice and then they beat us in the playoffs. So Atlanta just dominating them. That would be, that would be, a, I think, my the best right now. And then that I, LA, I, LA game, of course, maybe be yeah, beating the defending champions and that would be a nice thing to by 10. <laughs> I mean, punching Atlanta in the mouth. I think, I think there, there are new San Diego, you know, we had troubles and issues with San Diego, uh, the previous two seasons, you know, losing to them, uh, in, uh, in a heartbreaker in 2019 and then losing again in another heartbreaker in 2020. Um, so, you know, it's like, we couldn't overcome that hump. And then the first match this season, we, we did it. So I think the net, that next hill to climb is, a complete sweep of ATL, whether it's going two and zero in the regular season or going three and zero because we're playing them in a. I believe this year upcoming in the MLR, there's going to be a quarterfinal and a semifinal. Um, so you know, it, it, it honestly for for us to be honest, we would want the number one seed, and that way we could have a week of rest. Um, which honestly, sometimes I think about that and go, I don't really know. Do we need a week of rest? Because sometimes we come off our bye weeks and we don't play as well. So. You know, I don't know. That's a whole. That's a whole other thing we can extrapolate later on. We're here to, to talk with Jay. So, Jay, this is a this is a question uh, uh, we asked a lot of the players. This is going back to other teams. This year, twenty twenty one. If you could buy somebody else's kit, which one would it be? The Red Utah Warriors. I like that. I like the. I like that kit. It's like like I said, my favorite colors are black and red, and I just looked. I looked at them today because I thought this question might come up. <laughs> so I went and looked at them all. Like, yes, that's it. They're the red Utah Warriors. And I, I kind of like the plain orange Austin Gogronis and the plain mm -hmm. yellow Houston Sabercats. But if I had to buy one, it'd be the Utah Warriors red. I like that. I like that answer. And then now I'm gonna put you I'm gonna put you on the spot, the real Hi. spot. Favorite Rooney player of oh. 2021. Oh no. 
Oh, there's so many. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say the butcher, but that's that's everybody's favorite player. <laughs> uh, I'm Ben Bonasso. There's some about some about him I like. He's I don't know, and I don't know Ben Bonasso. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I think he's the future of, of Rooney. He's the future of the Eagles. Um, hopefully, he's going to get some playing time uh, in Uruguay against Uruguay. I have a feeling with Jameson Fontana Schultz being out, the only loose forward that was on the the twenty three or the thirty one that really wasn't in was Ben Benasso. So I'm going to assume he's going to either start or or you know sub in at some point. Um, and you know, let's let's talking about that uh, Eagles match. Our buddy Hanko doing what Hanko does, man. Straight beast mode, uh, scoring a hat trick. Um, not many guys have done that for the United States. Not many forwards have definitely done that for the United States. So it was good to see Hanko doing Hanko things and just being beast mode. Um, so here's the, yeah, being angry. But you know what? He was angry, but he he didn't go over the line. And that's something that me and Mike, when we when we interviewed him, he talked about saying he has to. He wants to have the intensity on the field, but he has to pare it down a couple notches because he does get a little you know, out there and get some of these infractions. And then, you know, he, he's, he knows he's kind of putting the team on the back foot. And I think this year he was great. Uh, wasn't many issues with him uh, with that. So here's another one. This is another question we like to ask uh, the players um, who had the best hair on the team this year. I like your answer when you go with Luke Hume, but um, <laughs> uh, I say Foden. Foden. Foden's always has, he got luscious locks, man. I'm yeah. jealous, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> Yeah. He is. He has some cl- classically great hair, and the fact that nobody said it it was his hair is the best is a little disappointing. But you know, there's some great hair this season. You had you know two great mullets, yeah. With, you know Chris Matina and Ben Benasso. So you you can't really you can't fight with that. I cannot um, believe the mullet came back. I that's that's something from my childhood. <laughs> no way. I can't believe that is back. But it it is amazing. Amazing. <laughs> So I was going to say, what would you like out of, you know, Rooney in, you know, 2022 and, and going forward? Uh, maybe you know, cons- either like, like the front end of the organization and from the team, poss- you know, possibly. Um, try. I know it's very hard in New York area, but try to get that permanent home somehow, some way. That would be great. So, I mean, I, I personally like going to uh, New Jersey because it was a lot closer and, but uh, the best stadium was a, uh, at St. John's, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. That's about it. Just trying to figure out the home, the home stadium. Yeah, that's you Not know. Bad, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, listen. I think that's every every Rooney fans go right now is to hear them announce the stadium and let's start selling season tickets. You know, let's get let's hop on the train here. You know, we're almost in November. November kicks off. Uh, you know. Um, um, the first set of preseason practices. Um, so we're going to see if they're going to have any uh, scrimmages and things like that. I know that teams like the XOs um, have already started uh, academy schedules, you know, uh, for the fall. Um, so I can't wait to see what's going to go on. Hopefully we get an answer to that soon. Um, so this, the, 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 here's a question. This is, a, this is a directly Rooney question out of the three kits we had this year. Which one was your favorite? Oh, the one they rarely used. I had the one I bought. I the tiles, the one with the tiles. I don't know if you can see it there. Yeah. That one. Oh my, that's that's if that's number one MLR right there. And the only I think they only wore it one time for one the first home match I went to. But yeah. 
that's that, that sounds about that's right. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, from from what they first brought out was it was the tile one that Jay has behind him, and then the orange one that I have behind me with the hoops with the um, names of the New York neighborhoods, and then the other blue one which had extra hoops and more names was supposed to be a practice kit, as far as I was told, and then they just started using it. Um, so. I had already bought the tile kit and the orange kit, so I wasn't buying the third kit. Uh, Mrs. Big Guy wouldn't let me do that. Um, but, yeah, no, I liked the tile kit, too. It was simple. Um, you know, it wasn't too crazy. It, it had that subway tile feel, which is cool, the Gustavino tile. Uh, I really appreciate the details they put into it, you know, having the Heritage logo on the back, the new logo on the front. Um, so it wasn't just just dropping the old logo, you know, 100%, which we should probably do and change our friggin' logo at some point. Who knows? Uh, going back well, to what, you, going back to what Mike asked me about, I think their social media stepped up this year pretty good. Or uh, I guess maybe with the new owners, they uh, maybe they can continue that. You know, it seemed a lot better mm-hmm. than the last couple of years. But I'm yeah, sorry. no, they they yeah, their social media did step up. There's a lot of you know coming in with you know halftime scores and and plays and player interviews and a lot of pictures and you know photo dumps at the end by you know whatever independent contractors they had. I think I think you're right. I think they did step it up now. Only if they could place you know the uh, Rooster Rooster Time pre-match show on their social media as well. Uh, hint hint nudge nudge guys. <laughs> yeah, that that would be that would be the perfect thing. You know. <laughs> I was gonna say you don't have to. You're not gonna lie, though. The their social media game definitely stepped up. Um, I love what they've been doing. They've been definitely innovative, and I think that's you know I think going forward, that's how you have to engage with the audience, and you know that's how you engage with new audiences. Having you know captivative you know social media that doesn't necessarily just uh, target rugby players; it targets sports fans, uh, and that's the way that you know the MLR is going to have to grow going forward. And so you know you know generic you know super specific, you know, rugby memes like that I make for my stupid, you know, <laughs> social rugby teams page. That's not going to work. It's going to be, we have to make it so that, you know, all fans, I think, enjoy rugby and that'd be great, you know, and I think they're doing that right now. They've made, you know, a few fun posts and stuff like that. And I, I, I like what they, they've done going forward. But I was going to ask you, all right, so how did you enjoy 2021 as a, a Rooney play, a fan? Well, I thought it was Pretty good, pretty good. Um, uh, of course, losing in the semifinal kind of sucked. I kind of like watching the game. Is like, oh, if, if we lose by by one, by one, like ten to nine, like you gotta be kidding me. And then that's what ended up happening. But overall, I love coming to the games. I love hanging out with you guys. Um, yeah, uh, it was good, 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 uh, good. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. Very wisdom-like answers, but <laughs> it's fine, man. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's. You know, we can only do we can only experience what we can experience, and I think we experience the ups, we experience the downs. Um, we went to another semifinal. You know, two years, two full seasons in a row, we hit a semifinal. So I think you know we know what the goal is going into twenty twenty one. So if you, this is a question. So assuming we have uh, a full-time stadium next year, assuming they have a concession stand, if you had to make a rooster booster burger, what would be on it? Oh, yeah. Rooster booster burger. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, I'll just go with my favorites. Uh, onions, ketchup, mustard, 
maybe some barbecue. That's about, I don't know. I don't have no idea. <laughs> there we go. I'll send that right to Rick Salizo oh, so he knows yeah. we can start making that. I mean, we call, uh, we call it onion burgers. We put um, sour cream and onion mix in with the burger mm. and make it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really good. But do that's, that. <laughs> that's, yeah. That sounds actually awesome. I like that. And uh, smoked cheese on top of that over a fire would be amazing. See, he went from like, I don't know, I don't know, to something completely yeah. specific. I knew he added him. I knew he had the answer. Once he, once he starts thinking, you know, he's got it. Yeah. He had something. You had something in mind. You just, you were too, you're coy about it. You, you yeah. knew what you wanted. <laughs> so then I was going to say, what is your dream signing for 2022? You know, we have an unlimited amount of money. Who do you, who would you love to see suit up in, you know, the red and orange or the, uh, the blue and orange? You really want to know, Mike? Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> I was going to say Owen Farrell just to make you mad, but um, I'll go with another Saracen would be Amaro Toje. He's incredible. Just and he's kind of young yet, and he would do he would do amazing here. Amazing. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think he can survive here. I, I think. Uh, I think that the drastic pay cut from the half a million dollars he's making, or half a million of sterling he's or pounds he's making, or whatever they have now in uh, in the UK whether they're in the Brexit or not Brexit or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think that slight dip in, in salary is, uh, is, is, you know, well, Mike said, if there was no, no, uh, no, uh, I know, but still, <laughs> but still, yeah, no, <laughs> no but yeah, having marrow, imagine having that kind of, you have marrow on one side, you have Hanko on the other side, you have Ben Benasso at the eight. I mean, that's like a, a you know, a, a crazy, that would just be crazy. That would be awesome. And it's a good thing you didn't say, you know, Owen Farrell, because then you'd have to learn how to tackle properly. You know, <laughs> seeing how Scott oh, Green, no. you know, King's guys for high tackles, I think that would be Faz's worst nightmare. Yeah, and I don't even think. Yeah, he might even have to move out to thirteen. I don't know. I don't know. Harry Bennett might have his, you know, his number at ten. So who knows? <laughs> and we're gonna wrap up with this last question here. Um, you know what? Uh, it's one of those things where. You know, we we ask these questions all the time, and it's it's like every answer is just a little bit different, right? So this is going to be interesting because you've never played rugby before. If you're going to step out and you're going to play with the old boys, are you going flashy cleats or plain cleats? And are you doing high socks or low socks? Low socks, flashy. I don't know. Oh, typical back. Jay has fucking center <laughs> no, wing no, no. written all fucking over him, man. No, I like. Hooker is my favorite spot. That would be my, I think that would be my thing. Hooker. But well, at least we'll, we would see him in the scrum, man. Those yeah. flashy cleats will be, you know, dingle dangling in the sun there. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Guys, uh, this has it's been another great episode with another fellow Rooster Booster. Again, we're doing this series where we're getting, you know, Rooster Boosters and we're talking about, you know, their fandom stuff. And there's John. Love John. Playing cleats, high socks. Typical. That's, that's what I grew up playing uh, with. Uh, you know, 15 years ago, that's how it was. Um, but you know, this is what we're doing. So if you want to come on the show, it's fun. We have, you know, we talk about Rooney, we talk about your rugby fandom, you know, me and Mike tell a couple stories. We have a great time. Please message me or Mike message, the group message, the page, let us know. Um, we'll be back again in two weeks. We're doing this every other week. Um, hopefully we'll have some more news on maybe a venue, maybe season tickets, things like that. I'm going to try and speak with the team and see what's going on. Uh, I'll, of course, have another Rooster Booster. If, if somebody can't make it, I'll just interview Mike. It's fine. Um, 
But anyway, guys, on behalf of me, Scott, the big guy, Ferrara, Mike, the grand Poobah Perizzini, and Jay Zimmerman, who was an amazing guest on the show. We just want to say thank you very much for watching yes. and we'll hey, see Scott, you guys at the next. Yeah. Can I have a minute. Um, yeah. My, I wanted, my daughters are playing. Uh, these went to university, uh, Shippensburg and the sales university. And they're both going to be playing on their rugby teams. Nice. I'm so proud of that. I can't believe it. Um, I hope they're going to do great. I believe so. That's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that, man. You know, women's rugby is the fastest growing sport in America, not just in the wind in the women segment. If you add the men's sports, it's still the fastest growing sport in America, women's rugby. So I love to hear that. I love to hear them getting into it. Is even if they're a little bit older, you know, they're past that youth rugby. It's fine. Go play in college. Go have some fun. Go meet new friends. Make rugby friends for life. I still talk to a whole bunch of my rugby friends from college. You know, that bond's never going to be broken because we can always talk about rugby. Um, so I appreciate you letting us know that, man. And for the rest of the fans, like I said, on behalf of the me, Mike, and uh, the other couple guys in the team, um, we'll see you guys at the next.